Welcome to Chapter 2 of the Sleight of Hand Podcast. Our brave adventurers have accomplished much in the brief time they've been acquainted. Finding Fort Gresk, rescuing children who were kidnapped, only to be sacrificed in a cult offering for the demon lord known as Orcus. Many royal homes and leaders in high places have been influenced by his promises of power and wealth in his plan to conquer Atlantisork. The faithful Jaegers, upon defeating what seemed to be a general for the cause, Silvana, who we now know to be a rare beast called an Elkin, was slain in the town square of the Feywild city known as Fort Gresk. As the faithful Jaegers discuss plans to reunite with Contra and get back to the material plane, a new friend by the name of Blossom approaches the home hastily and lets them know that the Elkin and the wizard that was going to study it are both missing and Lord Kent Gresk has blamed them for the disappearance of the beast. Cree being uneasy about the truths brought up about his history and past has an out to get back and rejoin his crew and has convinced Adam Shadecrest to join. Estella catches on and in the midst of the escape, the plans are spoiled leaving Adam and Cree in the Feywild and Johnny Zediac and Estella with the amulet in the material plane once again. How will the party handle the news that's been brought to their attention and handle the split of two allies left behind? Sit back and listen and we'll find out. Please enjoy episode 25, Game Plan, Chapter 2, Chasing Giants. How's everyone doing? Doing all right. I'm mad. You're a mad boy. I'm a mad boy. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, spent some time creating a new character, which you guys will see or listen to in a few minutes. Yes. Adam's twin brother. <laughs> Sadam. He's just Sadam. sad all the time. Adam. <laughs> it's Adam, but worse. Wow. That's bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Damn. Well, hey, it's Thanksgiving week this week, and a little icebreaker question before we get into some heavy RP was, what are people's traditions that they do on Thanksgiving? What do they like to do? Eat. Yeah, well, eat, I mean that, and then go into a what I like to call a uh, food coma. Yes. Yeah. Do you go to your family's? Tonight? Uh, yeah, I go to my dad's. Shout out to moms out there cooking turkeys. Shout all day. out to moms all out there, both young, old, and in the middle. And in the middle. <laughs> I like how there's like a slight hesitation. And in the middle. <laughs> No, we don't really do anything super crazy for Thanksgiving, um, but usually the the Sunday afterwards we go and uh, cut Christmas trees. Yeah, that's we go, a, we go up to the mountains and like Bambi Inn area. No, we we go up to uh, there's a snowmobile park um, way up Highway 32 that that we go and we just hike and find a tree that looks acceptable and then we. Nice. We typically host, and everyone comes to our place, and it's a grand old time. Some, you know, Thanksgiving football, and eating, and feeling like you're going to die after. But it's like a good death feeling. Anyone all about that Black Friday shopping? Yes. Well, I'm not, like, crazy for it, but I'm, like, one, like, let me look at the deals from afar. And if there is something, like, that's... Yeah, this is honestly the best time to get it. Then I'm like, yeah, I'll go get it. But if nine times out of ten, it's like me going, it's just kind of a waste of time. I think I'm more of a Cyber Monday guy than a Black Friday guy. 
Because sometimes you can get some cool stuff online. You don't have to leave your house. Yeah. Don't even have to put on pants. Don't even have to put your pants on. <laughs> well, actually, nowadays, up, Johnny's pro, no pants. We know this. A lot of the deals are just like, hey, this is a week-long thing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're here or not. So actually, it's... Because now they're starting to do Black Friday on Thursday. Like, yeah. That, thanks, I, on things, that which I, I feel is very just encroaching encroaching like on the whole spirit of thanksgiving of like being together in family and then it like, just becomes extreme consumerism yeah i had to work things together night. i had a meal at my old job and it was not fun yeah i then had to go to black friday the next exact morning and i was like pretty sure you're not allowed to do that but yeah That's shout out to all the people working retail i'm so glad i don't anymore it's a it's a blessing. I've I've given that life up. Yeah, I don't. I yeah, don't I've given work, it I don't up. work retail anymore. I am selling uh, discounted massage vouchers though. So there you go. How much are those? The locals. If you want some uh, stocking stuffers? Just give me a call. Hook you up. Chico area surrounding. <laughs> Hit them up. Well, all right, guys. It's party time. Three of our five faithful Jaegers are in the material plane in the woods where they do not know. And the portal closes. What are you guys doing? What you thinking? What you talking? Uh, Estella threw the amulet at Zediac's foot and started walking off. If I remember last. Yeah. That's what happened. So where are you going? I'm going to the nearest village, take a nice bath, eat, and then I'm going to where I believe my father is. All right. Can I come? Well, I'll pick up the necklace and I'll follow Estella. Before you object, you're going to need our help anyway. I've survived this long. Most of my life without you two. Yeah, but... Why should I... I really don't need you two. I'm sorry. I thought we were a group, but after that, it seems like I should probably just do what I do best and just travel alone. We were a group, and yeah, no, I, I definitely see your point of view. They were going to leave us, and we were going to be stranded. And they stole from us. And they stole from us. So, we're in the same boat you are. So try not to take it too personally as we're all hurting all three of us I'm very confident that uh, Kree is still with us he's just somewhere else now if I see Kree again let's just say he's not my best friend what if you see somebody who looks like Kree but is actually not Kree is it is it Kree no then they, then he, they don't matter to me what if you see Kree but he doesn't look like Kree if, do I know it's Cree? Maybe not. I'm. Are you gonna hurt Cree? Cree is not my ally. Cree is my friend. I proved it. Well, 
and you are my friend. Sounds like you're going to have a nice rickety bridge to cross when that when we get to that path. So you're saying that we might all still be friends. I like that. I can accept that. Yeah, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Can I come I... with you? Can I come with you? Please. And may I also bring Fluffy? I thought Fluffy got left in the Feywild. No, Fluffy came. Okay. Fluffy yeah. swooped through after trying to maybe steal the necklace. Yeah, do you know that? Do I know what? The, oh no, this is Justin asking. Uh, I don't know if I know. Does, does Estella know? It depends know? on it, like, if I felt something hit my hand on the way. You would probably suspect, but you know, it's tough to tell whether Fluffy's acting this? under my orders or yours, or in his own. We know he's Sell he's it by not, dice. Yeah, I'm gonna do a let's do an insight check. On, against uh, Fluffy? Against you. Oh against me, okay. Yeah. Um Against your deception, I guess? That is a great idea. I am more than happy to roll my deception. <laughs> <laughs> roll it, roll it. I rolled a fifteen total. My roll was sixteen, and I've got my expertise in deception. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I know you said you don't need us, but I feel like now that we're have become a group, it's better to stay a group. After some of the things we saw in the Feywild, maybe. That might follow us here, and it would be better if we're together. As much as I hate it, you both have a point. But there are going to be some rules. If you want to leave the group, that is fine. You let us know. You don't go sneaking off. You don't steal from the group. (laughs) And I need to know whose side you're going to choose. Right now. What are my choices? Are you with the Jaegers or are you with the traitors? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I, I don't actually believe that they betrayed us necessarily, but I, I like the Jaegers. The Explain furious to Jaegers. me what you think went on. I think that Kree, given his advanced years, is very wise and has come up with something unfathomably smart and that he is pursuing that so that we may further achieve our I don't know and as his you're his best friend right yes absolutely why did he not share any of this with you um I think it's because as you would probably say I am susceptible to being lied to and giving up secrets but as a group we told you all of our secrets that you asked that was probably very dumb so are you saying you should not be trusted? I'm saying Cree usually held on to my money for me. Which he stole. Ooh, that's right. Hmm. Hmm. I guess we'll just have to ask him. Mom always said to believe the best out of everyone. Where is your mother? Home. Home. And where do you hail from? Ooh, that's, uh, well, uh, do you understand... My language. Yes, I do. I've spoken to you in it. Oh, that's right. Well, it's uh, a great question for a backstory. <laughs> Did I ever write that I down? Think Ian, you have- Ian said it in the in 
and make the monologues, right? We're just gonna insert the name of that place when we come up with it in like twenty minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> um, of course, Johnny would forget where I he forget. hails from. I'm pretty sure it's called like Tova Ha it's, or something. Yeah, it is. That's what it's called, and it translates to "This is where our home is." <laughs> yeah, it was not a very creative idea. Um, we're from Tovaha. I don't believe you answered my question. Which side are you on again? Um, my side, which is the Jaegers. As the leader of the Jaegers, of course. No, no, sweetie, <laughs> you are far from it. Oh, you're right. I am the patron deity of the Jaegers. We'll, we'll let him let him have that. That's right. We'll let you. We'll let you have that one. That's a good idea. And you, Zediac, Mr. Grabbing both of them to save them. Whose side are you on? I hate to say it, but similar to Johnny, I'm on my own side. But I would say that there's a reason I left them. So then it sounds like we are just a group of acquaintances who are all on their own sides. So if anything were to happen, every man or woman or dragonborn for themselves. No, I would, again, probably to my own detriment, try and save everybody I could. Although, Johnny, you said something interesting. Um... You said in in Kree's advanced years he might have had a plan. We were supposed to go meet up with Contra and he was gone. Um, I still have... So I don't know if we even had a chance to talk about this, Estella, but we went to talk to Contra and collect him. And he was gone. And there was a note and a box that I... Did not feel that we had the time to read, so I maybe they're Korean Adam just to give them potentially a benefit of the doubt. Maybe they left us a way out because I I have to say the letter that we found on the Elkin specifically targeted them and. It was also specific that we were to be killed if we were with them. So, I'm just saying... No, 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 I'm just trying to understand. You found a note in Contra's... Yeah, I haven't read it yet. I'm getting yes, to yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but you believe that that's from Zediac and... Not Zediac, sorry, my apologies. Cree and Adam? I'm just going to speculate that before I... I'm, I'm going to start... I'm going to take I'm just trying the, to make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm saying I haven't read it yet, but... I am personally hoping that there is something to justify what they've done to us. So let's read the letter and figure out what was in the box. Um, so I will pull out the box. I will recall the box from the bag of holding, put it on the ground, and I will pull out the letter. Okay. What does the letter say? So... It says, uh, uh, greetings to the faithful Jaegers. Me and Abigail have decided to leave 
Man, someone with the phone on. Just uh, yeah. Just restart that. I'm gonna make sure my phone is off because I'm pretty sure yeah. it is. Yeah, I am. It says. Good job for the reminder, DM. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the letter says, uh, "Dear faithful Jaegers, Abigail and I have decided to leave. Uh, we felt it would be best that we just erase the past, even with our uh, friendful, friendly acquaintances." In this box is a plain jump necklace and how you use it to open and close the portal to go from plane to plane is uh, with a verbal and somatic symbols to close and open properly and it has a drawing of like the hand motions the circular hand motions to close and open when you cast a portal without being hurt. So there's no mention of Adam or Cree in that. No. It's the group as a whole. So, okay. um, to your knowledge, Contra is not in the politics. Well, that's proves my I point. I would say, yeah, that kind of proves your point. So, give you that. We would have been royally screwed but only got lucky so now we have i guess two necklaces that can do the same thing i'm not sure what use that is but well and since we've had this kind of upheaval um i'm gonna take off the um um was it the cloak of withering? Is that what it was? Or what did I write down? That wrap. Oh, the cloth? Cloth. Yeah, what was that called again? Uh, was it the skirt thing? No, it was, a cl- it was a cloth. Yeah, the... It's like a shawl. Yeah. Cloth of, cloth of the wild or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blanking on what it was. But... Well... Now that we I, have, just have, I just have it written down as magical cloth. Yeah. Well, I'm going to um, take that off of my, my shoulders and I'm going to offer it to Estella and say, I feel like with just the three of us, I think you might need this more than me now. She'll take it. Blow her nose on it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something to say. She'll take it, and uh, three of us are a group. We don't. If we want to leave, you are okay to leave. Let us know, and I will do the same. No holding secrets. No stealing. If you've taken something from the group, we'll discuss it when the time comes. Those are the new rules. Agreed. Johnny's going to spit in his hand and offer it. And I... I'll spit in my hand. I apologize for maybe losing a temper. But I do it because I've experienced loss before and I do not wish to experience it again. You got to spit. You gotta, you gotta spit in your hand. 
and she'll do her best to <laughs> oh. spit in her hand and look at one of them uh, uh, and extend her hand like, out. Group high five. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would God. imagine that Johnny spit probably. No, she'll spit. Hot. She'll spit in both of them. And then extend her, both of her hands across. A double stick. All right, hand. Yep. Got to spit again. <laughs> All right. Three-way handshake. Yeah. You both probably are burned by Johnny Spit. Oh, my God. But it's like... Steam damage. It, 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 <laughs> she kind of likes it. Um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> and more uh, you know. she'll put the cloth yeah. on and have it like be like shifted into like a little bit of hood. So it like, goes around her uh, neck and covers her torso and like... Her, um, I guess, where is it? was this area? Shoulder? Shoulder. Pauldron? Yeah. That area. Deltoids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's ask the guy who actually knows all the muscles. <laughs> I work on bodies for a living, so yeah, it's kind of... I think... So, the, uh, the, the shawl gives you, uh, two, two charges of immunity to spells with verbal, uh, components. And then you get um, advantage on saves against verbal, against spells. verbal spells. Which is oh, pretty... it, oh, it's called Cloth of Wilt. It's right there. Yeah. And I think this is a good time to roll perception. Uh-oh. Roll perception or do you want a natural? No. Passive. No, because that, that's pretty good. But Again, roll the same exact number. That'll be a 14 for Johnny. Okay. Let's see if Fluffy can get eight. anything good. 19 for Zediac. So Zediac, as you guys are wrapping up your conversation, uh, you guys, uh, you hear running water and you look down by the running water and you see with its back turned to you, well, it almost looks like two feet and four arms, this grayish silver ape-like creature drinking from the water. Does it look something like those uh, eight preachers we fought in the temple? Nope, it's different. Nope. Different? Okay. Uh, can I do a nature check, I guess? See if I know. To know if you know what the beast is? Yeah. Yeah. I do not have good nature. I don't either. Oh, but that's a good roll. Uh, that is 19. So you're pretty sure it's called uh, Gurulon? They are a large monstrosity and they are unaligned. Fluffy's gonna go scout out and we should be careful around that you know do an aerial view just keep an eye on him okay so not enough time has passed for for us to take any type of rest so my my whip is still technically activated I think everyone still unless they are gonna say it has their their fight ready because they went from a hostile situation to Right here. We're still yeah. pretty tense. Yeah. yeah. I, she's going to whisper, I'm almost tapped out. If okay. we can, let's maybe try to avoid this. There's no... It's doing its own thing. We do not need to engage. But... Let's just try to keep walking. I, I agree. There's no reason to do anything with this uh, Isaiah do you have a, a mini I could use for me yeah yeah what are you the gorilla 
Gorilla. <laughs> great. Great. Another pet. Got, That's okay. why you wanted to be a gorilla, because now you're going to be an MVP. <laughs> um, I would like to make a perception check with Fluffy to see if there is any sort of food away from us that we could lure the gorilla towards. So, Fluffy... I want Fluffy to throw a perception. Okay. That'll be a 13. So, Fluffy picks up on a scent from a tree. A creature appears to be sleeping in this tree not more than 45 yards from you guys and super close to Fluffy. Okay. And would you say we're within 120 feet of this creature? Yeah. I'm going to cast message and speaking in Sylvan, hoping that he will understand that, just give him a little hinty hint that there's a fresh morsel in that there tree. Okay. Hey, there's a food over there. These are your own thoughts. Does not understand you in Sylvan. Worth a try. Uh, guys, I, I don't think he's intelligent. I think we could probably just walk away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we we want to walk away. Good idea. Um, so are we on, looks like we're on a kind of like a raised area. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you guys are kind of like trying to decide what's going on, Zediac, roll a survival check for me. Ooh, I can definitely do that. I'm good at that. <laughs> 27. Woo-hoo. So, you start smelling the creature yourself, and you know that that the wind's starting to not just go one direction. It's starting to kind of like blow through this little like opening back and forth. And you notice that this uh, gorilla, this gorilla type creature starting to look around and he pops up over the edge and he notices you guys. And he's just staring at you guys just down with his hands on the ground. Them or me, or both. Everyone. Everybody. Yeah, this time you hear it just kind of like... But we haven't seen him yet. No. Okay. Okay. And... I'll put Fluffy somewhere down that direction ahead of him. Okay. I think this would be a good time to roll for initiative. Woohoo! Son of a bee. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Fluffy got a really high roll. Like in my dice today, apparently there. Johnny. Johnny, that'll be eight. Fluffy, 18. Wow. He was ready. So 18 and eight, and then Zediac. 17. Nice. With my plus one to initiative. Yeah. Unknown character. 17. The plus one. So 18? Sorry, sorry. Uh, 16 plus 1, 17. Okay. And Zediac, <laughs> you, just, you just rolled a 17 natural? I rolled a 16. A 16? We rolled the same. So you tied. So. It's okay. 
So roll, roll off. <laughs> it's okay. Or, or do you want me to have a showy entrance? Let's just roll for it. All right. Eleven. All right. There you go. You got what you wanted. <laughs> so mystery character, mysterious being. Uh, it's, it's another Stella natural twenty. What? Yeah. Well, and then now we get to roll for my homie. Dude, Natural is... twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like a, a a natural twenty as well, or a natural twenty-two. Yes. yes. Am I saying that right, Gurulon? I think so. Gurulon. Gurulon. <laughs> Stop. Gurulon. All right. <laughs> At this time, the Gurulon. I could look it up for you, but yeah, it seems like he's uh, it's a girl on now. Seems like he feels like you're invading his uh, territory, and we'll head off to round one with Estella. S, S, Estella. Crap! 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 She's gonna. Uh, what should she do? What should she do? She's gonna. Um, I guess there's no going back on this. Um, it's gonna cast a uh, guiding bolt at it. Oh wait. Uh, how big is it? You said it's, it's large. a large monstrosity. Large monstrosity. Large monstrosity that hasn't attacked us yet. Yes, I'm going to. Uh, dang it! That's a. Uh, um, how far is it away from us? Uh, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, so 30 feet, roughly. 30 feet. Alright, I'm going to hold a spell um, until I see it fully attack. Okay. Fluffy. Fluffy's going to hold his attack as well. Okay. Under orders from Johnny, who has an idea. Isaiah, who do we see in the trees? Um, what they see in the trees is a stout fellow, um, approximately around four feet tall, um, with a nice full beard, uh, braided with vines in it, um, and, um, he's got a bald head, just the beard, there's another chrome dome. Chrome dome. Yeah. <laughs> um, we call it cue balls. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> His clothes look kind of tattered and worn. Um, those with uh, keen smelling think he just smells like a tree and dirt. Um, and he has... He has a walking stick, and um, it's not too, uh, I think, too fantastic about him quite yet. So you kind of like waking up to hearing this uh, uh, girl on, mm-hmm. like 
being hostile and you look over and you see that there's a, a small group of people um, what do you want to do and we'll say you're 10 feet in the air in a tree 10 feet in the air in the tree yeah um then I would like to it's been quite a while since I've seen actual people um you know what? I'm gonna hop out of the tree and transform into a Eldritch Blast. Eldritch. <laughs> I'm gonna transform into Eldritch Blast. A Clawfoot Raptor. Dino DNA. So now everyone sees a dinosaur <laughs> and a gorilla. So you just see the uh, the dinosaur hop out of the tree, basically. Godzilla. <laughs> uh, um, and my raptor is gonna sprint forward with its fifty feet of movement and pounce at the uh, Gurlon. Gurlon. All right. All right. So I'm gonna roll an attack to see if I hit. Natural 19. That connects. 2d6 plus 3. Uh, 12 points from the uh, claw attack. And he needs to make a strength saving throw. Oh, that was a d12. Uh, 22. Yeah, no, he's fine. Okay. <laughs> he is not knocked prone. No. Zediac, it's now your turn. Dang, this guy got low. And there's probably a creature that you've you... never even heard of before. Oh, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Um... Like the Feywild oh. was more tame. Than <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to uh, cry a single tear. I'm going to step in front of everyone and kind of crouch next to the tree and ready. I saw somebody dr- jump, drop out of a tree, turn into a dinosaur. Yeah, just like body morph into a dinosaur and then pounce. Animorphs. Them. <laughs> and then basically just pounce on it. Um. Yeah, that's a little new. So, well, what was your perception check? Uh, my survival check was twenty-seven. Oh, yeah. So I probably smelled you too. Yeah, you. But did. yeah, uh, yeah. Perception was he probably uh, stinks. Dirt and herb. Was Nineteen. Yeah. So, um. Gosh, I think I'm going to uh. Just hold my action um, with Toll the Dead. And if I feel like it breaks from him and comes towards us, I'm going to let that go. Okay. But I'm going to hold back for a second. I'm gonna, I want to look back at Johnny. What is Johnny's reaction to seeing 
Sub- something scaly. Like, something scaly and like attacking the gorilla. Johnny's reaction is to pull out his banjo. Ding 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 ding. So uh next up, Zodiac is that you're holding I just, also? I'm holding my action, yeah. And we got a bunch of hold actions. So it's uh the Gorilla's turn and uh these guys are no joke. They really are not. Yeah, no. And uh they have a multi-attack that allows them to attack five times. <laughs> Holy balls. So roll a new character. Four, yeah. four slashing uh, with their claw and one piercing. So well, I'm start pulling out the unnamed character will remain unnamed. <laughs> start pulling out my dice. One. Given my strategy, maybe natural one. That's gonna be actually. Fifteen hit you. Barely. Too bad you're not a bear. Okay, so four out of the five hit you. <sighs> you said four out of the five miss, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> and uh, so it's 1d6 slashing. So let's see. And a single tear rolls down the <laughs> dinosaur's face. <laughs> Do reptiles cry? <laughs> this one does. This one does. <laughs> Once. So. That's you take twenty nine slashing damage 20. to the unnamed character, and everyone's hold attacks go off. It, I, mine didn't. Or at least I, I did. I, I said I when it, I said when the thing attacked. If it if it if it attacked, changed then, interest. If it, it also, I'm, I'm holding if it changes interest. So with that, I think uh, Fluffy is holding if Estella does anything. You see the Clawfoot Raptor uh, morph back into a. Uh, oh dang! You went down <laughs> yeah. into a dwarf. Okay, it's now Johnny's turn. Unless anyone wants to pull yeah, their hair. As soon as I see this thing attack, I'm gonna attack the thing. Because if I see a dinosaur go back to a humanoid figure, I'm like, all right, someone's in trouble. Okay. That is as long as it's not Adam or Cree. <laughs> if it was Cree, you'd be like, nah, screw him. Let it happen. She'd be firing off hit. at Cree the huh? whole time. 22 to hit. That hits. And we're using Guided Bolt at second level. So that is 13 radiant damage. Okay. Stella's going to turn into a battle mercy. All right. Does that complete your turn, or would you like to move? Uh, well, yeah. No, that's completes my that's completes my first turn. Okay, and so that moves you in the initiative order. And no, no, it's still up top. If you hold it and then you, you use it your, rotates, you, you, you use your reaction. You sacrifice a reaction yeah, to you hold your yeah. a regular action. Even on the top of next round, you have no reaction. Okay. Well, no, no, the top so, of next no. round, you'll get your reaction back. Yeah. But yeah. she is the top, so that's yeah. why I'm saying so though well, the Johnny, doesn't work. So the round hasn't ended yet because Johnny hasn't gone. Yeah, so Estella loses her reaction. So I wouldn't be able to do like an attack of opportunity or anything like that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. interesting. Which yeah. hopefully, if Johnny has his way, we won't need any. Also, this whoever attacks it next until the end of my next turn has advantage on attacks. Cool. So now that might be fluffy. Johnny's turn? Yes. Okay. So, we're going to do some fun stuff. I'm going to quicken spell message and send a message to this surprise mystery character 
What language this time? Common. Common. Okay. <laughs> Give it the best chance of success. Yeah. Hey, uh, are you a friend or a foe? Cause, uh, what's your deal? He can respond. Yes. Okay. Uh, he responds in common. Say, <laughs> if you speak common, you're good in my book. Uh, saying, Greece spoke common. Um, I believe I am a friend. I am here to help. This creature is not kind to anything. Okay. We, and now that I've used my bonus action, I'm going to use my regular spellcasting action to cast Sleep at 4th level. Oh. And we're going to target it so that it only affects the big monkey. Okay. So I just have to roll to match or exceed its hit points to put it to sleep. Which will be 11 d8s. Oh. Roll, roll well. 7, 13... 16, 18, 21, 23, 28, 35, 39. Nope. You don't put him to sleep. No, didn't think so. Okay. Um, Fluffy's going to use his held action to attack. Okay. Has advantage. And he has advantage. And he's going to use his sting attack because he's a baller. (laughs) He misses. He misses hard. Advantage. With, with, advantage. with advantage. Yeah. Who's attacking right now? He gets the same Fluffy. Role. Fluffy. It's on his turn. He already went this round. That was his reaction. His he didn't held go. reaction. Oh, he held okay. his action as well. Okay. And he just rolled two twice in a row. Okay. I mean, <sighs> yeah, Fluffy, that guy. So, Zeriak, are you going to forfeit this time, or are you going to use your... Before? It has not changed focus yet, so I know that's... Okay. I did not... Top of round two, Estella. Uh... Dang, um, is this thing looking still pretty good? Like, yeah. good and mad? He's good and mad. Alright. Um, and then you hear four... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, right. GPK. No, I'm just Gorillas in the mist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Johnny forgot to yell that this new guy is friendly. Alright, she's gonna close yourself. her hands, close her eyes, and uh, whisper something underneath her. Um, underneath her breath open her eyes her eyes kind of like glow white a little bit as she cast uh guardian of faith so a large spectral have we we seen you do that yet i just got for leveling up so no okay (laughs) a large spectral guardian appears and hovers for duration and unoccupied space of my choice which is gonna be right next to that the monster and um uh, you can block hits for people, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Any creature that's hostile to you that moves uh, to a space within 10 feet of the Guardian for first time on turn must receive a dexterity throw since I moved it to it. it doesn't, I don't think it has to do that. The creature takes uh, 20 radiant damage on failed saving throw or half as much on a successful one. So sorry, I'm going to put it in front of, like, near us. Not in front of it. Is it large? 
It's a large spectral guardian. Okay. Yeah, it is. Is that complete your turn? Uh, and then I'm gonna call. I'm gonna go. If you can get over here, um, animal person thing. I don't know your name. I'm sorry. Okay, Fluffy. Fluffy's going in for another sting attack. That'll be like a thirteen. Miss. Actually, no hit. I don't remember if we increased Fluffy's proficiency bonus. It should be if it's the same level as you. It's three. Yeah. Well, because his in the class for Pseudo Dragon, he gets a plus four to hit. So if it goes up with his level, but if thirteen hits, thirteen hits. Yeah, yeah, thirteen hits. All right, so one d four plus two, and he gets a DC eleven Constitution save. I bet that he's got a pretty high Constitution. Nah, saved four damage. That's it for Fluffy. Alrighty, it is Once it's Isaiah. Saved, does the sting. <clears throat> so poisoned. If he fails by five or more, he's unconscious. Okay. Yeah. Which is why it's such a cool. So you see the dwarf a bit um, upset that his clawfoot raptor form wasn't quite enough. You see him think for a second, kind of like squint his eyes real hard. And then, poof, he turns into a (laughs) Brontiosaurus. All right. (laughs) Which is gargantuan. Wait, what does he turn into? Brontiosaurus? Brontiosaurus. (laughs) Y'all ever seen the land four times? He occupies a three... No, no, he occupies a, I think it's four by four area now. Nice. He is huge. Huge. And he's just gonna wail at the, uh, uh, yeah, no, he, he's, he's like Charizard. Sup? He's just gonna, like, dinosaur yell at, uh, the creature. I'm sorry, what does a dinosaur yell sound like? <laughs> this is an audio medium after all. Copyright. We get 10 seconds of reuse. <laughs> that, that's the sound that comes out of his, just uh, his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Zodiac. Um, Not going to attack? Action to polymorph. Oh, you use a spell. Yep. So you cast Polymorph to transform it into the uh, Brontosaurus. So what you're telling me is you're not a druid. It's a druid. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on the um, the gorilla. Gorillon. 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 And that is a wisdom saving throw. DC... 16. Cocked. Sure it is. Same number, not cocked. You said it's a con save? Uh, no. Wisdom. Wisdom. So. DC 16. Fail. Okay. 
And we'll take 2d8. Or no, 2d12 because it's been hurt. Ooh. 2d12. I can't wait till level 11. It takes 11 necrotic damage. Nice. And I will still... Actually, I'm going to take one step further next to the Spectral Guardian just to kind of play um, kind of blocker for my two friends behind us. Okay. And that's my turn. All right. It's the Gurlon's turn, and he is going to attack the dinosaur. Come at me, bro. You are a dinosaur. So, dinosaur AC? 15. Okay. So, So, two misses, three hits. And it takes... So, is that seven? You take 19 slashing damage. And then as a bonus action, he is going to move. Is he entering the Spectral Guardian? Yep, he moves within 10 feet. But he's still within range of me, so I don't get an attack of opportunity. Yeah. I have um, a range of about 15 feet. <laughs> Johnny. So it needs to make a dexterity throw. Dexterity oh. saving throw. 20. Uh, yeah. 19. Uh, I think that hits. Because it goes by off my uh, saving throw, right? Yeah. That sounds good to me. Is that yeah? It goes I, by off my saving throw for the Guardian. What does? Because... The creature had to move, make a dexterity saving throw with if it enters ten feet within the guardian. Oh, so, so it's off my saving throw, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah, it passes. What's your saving throw? It's higher Hopefully than a nineteen. It passes. It saves. Oh, okay. I thought you were like it hits. I'm like, holy cow, Estella. Not yet, Johnny. Hmm. <laughs> looking up there's this giant gorilla and then an even bigger dinosaur yeah giant's gonna try something giant's going to draw his plus one rapier and he's gonna charge which is not actually taking an action I'm just gonna run up This is for my friend, Cree. And I'm going to poke him. Uh, poke. Uh, <clears throat> poke him. Give him a little boop. That'll be a 24 to hit. Hits. All right. Great. That will be five damage. Five damage. Alrighty. Mobile. If you can keep keep them on you. 
and that concludes her turn. Top of round three, Estella. Uh, she's gonna have the. Um, oh, I can't wait for that. Uh, she's gonna cast uh, a freaking guiding bolt again. Okay. Natural 20. Nice. Baby. Critical. That, that was at fourth level, right? <laughs> uh, that is... Good thing our, our cleric is using all of her spells to not heal us. Yeah. 28. 28? Yes. That's doubled? Was yes. 28? Yes. You kill the hey. girl on... Whoa. Nice. And the Brontosaurus is going to eat it. What's the girl herbivore? Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they are. But the unnamed years. person isn't. <laughs> Do they have the teeth? To eat? I'm saying, okay, whatever. Crunch. <laughs> you don't retain your intelligence in Brontosaurus form, man. So. Come at me, the Brontosaurus tried to eat it. <laughs> and the Brontosaurus is going to start munching on some trees. <laughs> Yeah, I really distracted. But like, you for the totally next like fifteen for, minutes, you totally forgot what you were doing. You're like, ah, oh, these trees look really nice, oh, man. The green leaves. Um, I should make a salad later. And then after he eats about uh, five pounds of leaves, yeah, a couple bags yeah, of like uh, two, yard waste. Yeah, uh, he two poofs mouth, back mouthfuls. down to dwarf size, which is about four feet tall. What time of day does it look like? Oh, it's afternoon. Oh, no, that's still there. That's up for eight hours. What? In that one specific spot? <laughs> no, it's following us. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's uh, real inconspicuous. That's a... That's a... That's for eight hours? That's yep. A, that's a big boy spell. You don't want to waste that. So that way, if anything else happens to us on this way, we could have protection. A couple bandits being like... Maybe we should rob those guys. <laughs> Never mind. No, no, let's not. <laughs> let's not rob them. They got dinosaurs too. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'll, I'll see. Hello, friend. Hello, friend. Hi, my name is Johnny. Hi, Johnny. My name is Caldun Earth Tremore. You can call me Cal for short. Get it, because I'm a dwarf. I, I don't understand. Estelle already likes him way better than Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a short version of my name. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's you can call me Johnny, because that is my name. Johnny, got it. I'm Zediac. Can I call you Zed? No. Okay, Zed. So, you guys weren't there when I fell asleep, but you were there when I woke up. Well, you see. What are you doing here? I am actually God, and so I have brought us here because we have a very important mission. Top secret, too. Except we don't t keep secrets from each other. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> As you're nodding to Stella emphatically. <laughs> also, this is Fluffy. He is my most trusted servant. I'll give a little whistle and Fluffy will come land on my shoulder. <laughs> he's he's a little scaly for being Fluffy. I don't understand. Fluffy is his name, not describing him. Oh, that's weird. I'm called Caldon Earth Tremor because I call I cause Earth Tremors. And you start to feel the ground shake as he casts Earth Tremor. That's awesome. <laughs> I see you too are a minor deity. <laughs> so Estella, where were we going again? Where? Where are we so, actually? Cal, <laughs> we don't was know where it? we are. <laughs> Do you know where we are? What also? What time of day is it? Uh, it's, it's about. Af- it's afternoon. Afternoon. It's about two fingers above the trees. She raises like probably goes like <laughs> three four. Dwar- <laughs> dwarven fingers are a bit thicker. <laughs> Do you know where we are? I know where I am. Do you know where we are? <laughs> well, um, I was on my way to the ruins, actually. Um, supposedly, the the plant's been saying that there's been some dark forces working there. Which ruins exactly? Uh, it was an old city. There's a war there that happened. Many, 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 many years ago. So, like, more than five? Uh, is that more than six? No. See, it's more than five. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That was was in character. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, I'm going to look at this. uh, They're just, like... She just gives a like like a look that just basically says your guess is as good as mine right now. Do you know where the closest um town, village, tavern, anything like that is? Kind of. I I know where Flondor could be. Okay. But Besides the ruins, there isn't much out here. Um, just a lot of wilderness, some ruins that I was going to. But then I found you when I woke up. Okay, so we've heard Flan- we've heard about Flondor before. Um, I pull out my map of the but- <laughs> material plane. Does everyone want to roll a nature history check to kind of figure out what he's talking about? Can it be a survival check? Nature or (laughs) probably history? Stop. History is what I'm looking for. History, yeah, sure. I'll try history. Oh, I'm not proficient in it. Eighteen. The festival of Flondor. Flondor is celebrated by the people in Fort Gresk in the Feywild. The place he's talking about is where Fort Gresk was on the material plane before they went to the Feywild. And now is in ruins because they lost the battle to Flondor in the woods because of Laredra. 
right. Okay, so which which way are the ruins that you were heading to? Uh, in the direction of you. Uh, you t- towards you guys. We turn around. That <laughs> way, yes. This? Do we just see more trees? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Near Fort Gresk, I'm guessing. Uh, Greece, Gresk. Yeah, Gresk, Gresk, that's it. About. Well, we wouldn't know that. Um, <laughs> well, you kind of need to go in that direction anyway to go to our destination, so we could go there. Stop and rest up if we can get there by tonight. Rest? Ooh, resting sounds good. There, you know, there's a really nice tree around here, actually. Oh, I ate it. I do that. And then we can head off to our direction, uh, destination. Yes. Um, I'll ask Estella, is there any danger of us coming back to... Fort Gresk and the, where we're at, even though we just left, like, how- why would there be danger? It, it's been abandoned for many, 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 many years. That's more than five, <clears throat> and more than six. I guess that sounds safe, Ish. right? Well, we don't have any other real leads, so. I mean, we got this guy right now for a while. Points up to the the giant guardian of faith. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I guess we'll, since we have to head that direction anyway, we might as well go with someone who knows the woods. So we won't probably won't end up walking in circles. I can find my way through these areas relatively well, but... It's always easier if we have a guide. Uh, Miss Estella, you look rather tired. Maybe we should rest. Our friend Cal seems to know the area well. He could protect us. And your big friend here. We could rest up tonight. It's, it's, it's afternoon. I, I know what I said. <laughs> Remember, two, two, two fingers. Of tree line. I guess let's travel and then we rest if we don't make it to Fort Gresk. Agreed. Alright. Let's go. So you guys begin to travel north and uh, Zediac's basic perception of survival and where the sun's setting on the material plane. He knows direction well. Um... You guys start going towards the north, but where you were expecting for it to kind of break off into hills to go towards uh, Fort Gresk and into those woods on the coastline, you feel like the woods have been thick for too long. And uh, it's starting to get a little bit more murky. You feel that air is kind of a little bit more humid. Um, like you're close to a body of water, but you just don't actually feel like you're in the right area. Um, and you guys come to this kind of break um, 
almost this natural path probably that just like animals have built for hunting and things like that and you kind of hear these just like like dead moaning just like and I would recognize that relatively quickly I'm assuming oh sorry my stomach really only does that when I'm a brontosaurus um, it's uh, have the guardian go like a little bit ahead of us and um, the guardian can't speak right it can't do anything it just follows my order okay so what would it do then for it would that follow to be benefit for to go in front of us a little bit okay so how tall is I would, it? I would, I would be in front. Probably I'm just asking because I want to know if you're trying to be sneaky or if you're no, just going to send a big-ass thing. It's pretty big. It's like saying, 10, it's large, 12 feet. I'm saying go in front of us. It's also a spectral creature, and therefore it wouldn't be walking. It would float. Ah, then there you go. Okay. Um, yeah, it's still pretty big. Last? Eight hours. Eight hours. Eight hours. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Fourth so, well. And it's been about seven hours and 58 minutes since we got here. Does everyone want to roll Perception? No. Terrible perception. Can I roll speak with plants to see if they tell me anything about the area? Sure. I ask the plants. 25. If there's anything around us. So, the plants tell you that there is undead. That there is humans that have rotted and died because of their traveling. But these green maggot-like worms have infested them Mm -hmm. and have reanimated them and they're just walking around in this murky swamp area. So yeah, 22 to perception. I'm assuming I get the same. So you're getting... So Zediac, your perception... 25. And also, you you just see Calden laying on the ground next, talking to like a clover or something on the ground... Just like randomly, just, he just all of a sudden just kind of drops down to the ground, starts talking to the plant. <laughs> Zodiac, <laughs> you kind of go up onto this little hillside to kind of look in the quarry, mm-hmm. and you just see, like, yeah, you see f- these four, like, undead bodies just kind of walking around. <sighs> But they have like these green, like maggots and bugs, kind of like swarming in and out of their bodies. Four of them. Four of them. Okay. Um. I will remember what I told Estella about not running off on my own. <laughs> we have a lot of rules. <laughs> Estella makes a lot of rules. Yes, mother. It's hey, it's like Zombieland. You have these rules surviving. Yeah, uh, I will. I guess I'll I'll gesture to the rest of the group, um, and tell them to kind of like wait up, and I'll try and halt the spiritual guardian to not get too close to where I'm at. But um, there's undead up ahead. Um, About how far? Uh, what 50 50 70 I would feet? say yeah between 50 and 70 feet okay All right, I'm gonna move about 10 feet up and and they, cast they need to be taken care of eyes of the grave 
as an action, you know the location of any undead within 60 feet of us. See if there's more than just the four he mentioned. So you just know that there's four. Okay, within 60 feet of us. I only see four right now. Do... I say good, and I will... You you can see there's a bit of a frantic look in my eyes. Um, I'm going to head down. Hold the hill on, hold towards on. them. So I'm not listening anymore. Zodiac. I'm as you see Estella telling you this and you are about to head down the hill, you see Estella's eyes go white. And Estella Oh no, she's going to kill me. <laughs> all you see is your queen. And it's a haze, a black black and gray haze and She's sitting there and she says, he is quickly polluted. If you'd like to know more, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at the Sleight of Hand Podcast and on Twitter at the Sleight of Hand PC or write a review on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to contact us, our email is the Sleight of Hand Podcast at gmail.com. All content is created and owned by the Sleight of Hand Podcast. All artwork created for podcasts are illustrated by Deco on Instagram at OneBlueWolf underscore AD or www.artstation.com slash OneBlueWolf. Rules as played are based on D&D 5th edition mechanics. Stay rad and happy gaming.